Big Sills, how you doing, man? How are you doing? What Sills got cooking tonight? Huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Gary Cobb, 430, as always, from Fox 29. And at 6 o'clock, Dwayne Rock Johnson will join us. How you doing? How you doing? It's only taken me 100 years. <laughs> hey, honestly, it's only taken me 100 years to get him on, man. But just absolutely fantastic. So we can't wait for that. The Rock is going to join us at 6 o'clock here. Truly one of the biggest interviews I've ever done. And what's really cool is I got these emails after the whole thing. And, you know, as people really want to continue to do stuff with us. And they love Jacob Sports. Everybody made it so easy. So we're going to talk to Rock. That'll be at 6 o'clock. All right. Before that, though, what a great weekend in football and a lot of identities kind of came out in the early part of the season here. So I pray to God. I pray to God that the Eagles have taken this time to understand who they are. You're a running team, plain and simple. You're not a passing team. You never will be. You are a running football team. That's your identity. Stop fighting it. Stop fighting it. You're a unique running team that can throw the ball. That's who you are. Embrace it. Stop fighting it. And I'm going to make a point to you on the Dallas Cowboys here in a second. And I'm going to tell you that Nick Sirianni needs to take over the play calling immediately from Brian Johnson. Immediately. He needs to take over immediately. Because I'm going to tell you what's wrong with the offense. Pretty much the same personnel. Jalen Hurts still in the same offense, right? What's different? Kind of the same thing that was different when Frank left Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz's identity was trying to be changed. And that guy is now completely out of the NFL. Going to get to that here in a sec. I'll tell you something right now about the Dallas Cowboys. You ain't near them after two games. The Eagles are not close to being that good. You're you're not close. And I'm going to make a point to you here. Make a point to you here about why Mike McCarthy. I'll tell you one thing about Mike McCarthy watching him. As the play caller, Mike McCarthy's trying to win games. Most offensive coordinators are trying to score points and put yards up. They're not trying to win games. They're auditioning for their next job as a head coach. Hey, look, we could put points up in yards. And that's why all of you out there are doing this. Hey, how come we're not putting the same... Because they changed the identity of the team last year. 
and what they're doing right now. One thing I'll give Shane Steichen, Shane Steichen was trying to win ball games. He wasn't trying to put gigantic numbers up. He was trying to win ball games. Brian Johnson is trying to put up points and yards. That doesn't necessarily win your ball games. It takes a head. Watching Mike McCarthy, they get in out of the huddle better. They got a quicker pace to them. I mean, seriously, if you watch the Chargers right now, why do I see the same shit that went on in Dallas that's now with the 0-2 Chargers? Putting up a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns, no wins. It's almost like it's been taken out of Dallas and now put in Los Angeles with the Chargers. Seriously, when I watch Mike McCarthy, there's a pacing to it. Plays are in quicker. There's a rhythm to it. Mike McCarthy has been an upgrade so far in the play calling for the Cowboys. And it's evident when you watch him play. They look better. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the hype. I'm talking about how fluid they look. Hey, by the way, Dak's got a new play caller. Jalen Hurts has a new play caller. Why is Jalen Hurts struggling? I thought all you guys told me McCarthy sucked. Shouldn't Dak be struggling more? Hurts is struggling. Hurts is struggling on offense. Both quarterbacks have new play callers. Yeah, get this. Dak ain't struggling. Dak's not struggling. Oh, but the Cowboys, the Cowboys are better than you. The Dallas Cowboys are better than the Philadelphia Eagles. Not close. Not close. Especially on defense. You're giving up 340 yards a game in the air. You think you're playing well. By the way, Tug of Viola looks spectacular against that New England defense that Jalen Hurts struggled against. Hey, in the end, I don't know. Maybe Nick did get it right. Tua looks great. Hey, and if I'm the Miami Dolphins and Chris Greer, Remember all those people saying that Herbert's the better quarterback? I think he is still. But Tucker Viola's been playing the best quarterback of any person in the league right now in the early start of the season. Hey, you want to hear something, too, if you go 0-2? Just to show you. Well, it's early, Sills. It's two games. Well, here, take this stat for you. If you start the season 0-2, you have an 11.5% chance of making the playoffs. In theory, this is since 1990. 11.5% chance of making the playoffs if you start 0-2. How you doing? 11.5. So when people say it's only two games, this ain't baseball where you have 170 50, when you have 5,000 games to play. This ain't baseball. How you doing to his numbers 
weren't that much better than Hurts. Dude, Jalen Hurts is a one-read quarterback. He can't read defenses. What's Sug of Viola throwing? What's he averaging here now in his first two games? What's that dude doing? 357.5 yards a game, and he's got four TDs. This guy's throwing the ball for 360 yards. Dolphins look good, dude. They look good. How you doing? Can't read defenses. You know why? RPO is not a read quarterback offense. Here, use your common sense. Some of you don't have it. You know, sometimes the most common thing on the planet planet is common sense. Most of you don't have it. Here's, Here's an RPO. Hike. Turn. Do I hand it off? Do I keep it? Or do I throw? You're not sitting back reading reading progressions and moving safeties over with your head. When have you ever seen them do that? They make a couple chucks down the field. There's a reason only three people have had 70% of the targets on that Eagle team the last two years. This guy's not going over the whole defense. Crazy. Every quarterback that you've played against has outplayed Hurts. Mac Jones, Matthew Stafford, or um, Kirk Cousins, excuse me, outplayed you. Outplayed you. Hurts has been the lesser player on the field. One read. One read. How you doing? The reason I say this to you now, yeah, you're 2-0. Oh. You have no shot playing like this, winning the NFC East with Dallas. Because Dallas is not relying on their offense. Dallas is superior to you in defense. You know, I don't know what it is with Milk Carton, Hassan Reddick, you know. Yeah, oh, he's, he's injured. Okay. I sure hope someone else besides Jalen Carter can put the pressure on the quarterback. Okay? Two with 21 of 30, 249. He has 715 yards in two games. Two is better than Hurts right now. How you doing? Dude, you can keep Jalen Hurts. I would never build my team around that guy. Ever. Ever. I have no faith in that. I have no faith in that quarterback and building a team. You have to have every all-pro there is in the league around him, and you're still struggling. Can you imagine? Dude, (laughs) I, I, I don't know if Xander's heard this yet, but that guy, Patrick Mahomes, is throwing to people that are named after strippers. Sky Moore. What's his name? Skyler Moore? It's like Stormy Daniels. I mean, this guy's throwing to strippers. Chandelier Williams. 
know. Hey, champagne room, Stacy. I don't know. This guy's throwing the strippers. Gotta be kidding me, man. And he still gets it done. Amazing. 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 Just a great performance so far by Tug of Viola. Now here, we're going to look at week two of the NFL, but here's the topic. Dak and the Cowboys are so much better than the Philadelphia Eagles right now. It's not really close. How many Super Bowls has Allen been to? Hey, Jalen has been to as many Super Bowls as Jimmy Garoppolo and Colin Kaepernick and Joe Flacco and Jeff Hostedler. He's been to that many. Okay, so wait. He's 5-2 and two in the postseason. Are you telling me that you believe that Garoppolo is more accomplished in the postseason than Hurts? Because he is. He's 5-2. and two. So if you want to go on Super Bowl appearances, Jimmy's your guy. <laughs> Jimmy's your guy. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Yes, sir, baby. The Cowboys are better than you. Bang! That was a performance. Hey, they're ki- they killed the New York teams. They absolutely killed the New York teams, man. What was what did they score in that thing? So let me get this right. They've they have beat both New York teams 70 to 10. They're giving up five points a game, and you guys are giving up like 30. Jimmy's been in the league 12 years. But Jimmy don't make the money Jalen makes. Jalen's a $50 million, one of the top guys in the league. How come he sucks right now? This is why I don't respect your takes. Quite frankly, I'll pull a Dion on you. I don't give a shit what you think, Sway. Whether you like my takes or not, it's irrelevant. You pick and choose how you judge the other quarterbacks. Pick and choose? No. I pick and choose what the league is today. Sway, I don't give a shit what you think my takes are. Matters nothing to me. Whether you respect me or not, I don't care. Because all I need is my kid and my wife to. Whether you do or not is irrelevant. The day you get that, Sway, is when you'll understand me better. I don't care. I never have in my 30... Hey, Sway goes, this is why no one respects your takes. You're right, for 36 years of me being on broadcasting, completely true. I have sucked for 36 years. (laughs) Hey, I have sucked for 36 years. I don't care. You are not better than the Cowboys. Your play caller is inferior to the Cowboys. Your defensive coordinator is inferior. Your coaching is inferior. After week two, here's some takeaways about the Eagles compared to some of the other teams in the NFC East. You have the worst coaching staff in the NFC East. Your quarterback is playing at the level Sam Howell is. He's 2-0-2. Your defense is nowhere near the Cowboys. 
Tell me I'm wrong. Sills, it's us that can't. Maniac, what does us have to do with whether you like my takes or not? And remember something, too. Even Maniac is getting a little sideways. Because at the end of the day here, it's sports talk. It's not political talk. Don't get your panties in a bind. Sit back. Do some vaping for some of you. Maybe some of you put a bag over your head and breathe deeply for three quick breaths. Like sway here. You see, I love sway. Clown cilio. You mad, bro? No. Speaking the truth, bro. <laughs> Come on, Sway. Come with me. I'll help you. <sighs> Your team is... Dude, you're... Here. If I were to rank the teams in the NFC right now, Cowboys, Niners, Eagles, I guess. Yeah, probably Eagles, third. But it's those two teams. And then your boys' team. Eagles have not. Yeah, you're right. They've looked great. They've looked great. How about them Cowboys? Maybe get the helmet up. How about them Cowboys? How about the way Dak's playing? Ten times better than Hurts. He looks way better, better decision-making, spreading the ball around, even with some injuries in the passing game. They're just better. And by the way, your quarterback's getting hit more. They're getting hit. You see Tugo Viola take that, take that Dolphin team up there, sit back there in the pocket, looking, looking over receivers and such. That was a great, great, he, he's playing great ball. I hope he stays healthy. I'd like, do you understand that guy? Can you imagine if he plays a 17 game season, he'll throw for 5,000 yards. Saban was right to bench hurts for him. He's better. He is better. When healthy, he's better. How you doing? Nick's right. Nick's right. Dak's playing the best quarterback of anybody in the NFC East right now. By far. By far. Keon goes flip-flop. No, it's not flip-flop. It's player performance, jackass. I Hey, my takes are not dictated on predetermined dictated takes like Jalen's passing predetermined throws my takes are on what players do weekly that's how you look at things sales who hurt you to make you hate our team so much i picked you to go to the super bowl you were 10 and 30 in your career i don't know what that means dak prescott out of the gate in 2023 bang bang Boom. God, he's looking good. Cowboys look great. K 
Cowboys look fantastic. Yeah, man, Nick Sirianni needs to take the play calling over immediately because this thing's flopping along. Now you got the Bucks, And I'll say this to you about the Bucks: Not a lot of offense. Who guards Mike Evans on your team? The same guy who gave up 159 yards receiving to John to uh, Justin Jefferson. Oh, I can't wait to see that. And and, and then Bradbury. Thank God you get Bradbury back. Looks like Avante Maddox is now out for an extended time. Could be the whole year. Your linebackers are atrocious. Atrocious. Actually, the Bucks have some pretty good linebackers, a good D line. I can't wait to see that. That's actually going to be a nice little test. Should be 3-0. and Got to go down to Tampa. Shit, you farted around up in New England. You, you, you let the Vikings come back in on you. Isn't it crazy? The last two games, you had a 20-point lead and a 16-point lead, and you allowed teams to come back on you. Gee, I wonder why. Because you can't cover anyone. Because you can't cover anyone. That's why. Okay? <laughs> you! The Patriots are the top team in the AFC. Keep telling you that. You better hope they are. Hey, for your sake, the way your Eagle offense shit the bed in New England, you better hope they are. Because you sucked in that game offensively. If O doesn't drop 35-plus with mini-buy, then we are sad. What could possibly be the difference? Let me guess. You're playing better people, better coaches, better defenses. I mean, I wouldn't count Minnesota as a good defense. Flores is a good coach. Shit to bed, 2-0. How come when I look at your 2-0 and I look at the Dallas Cowboys 2-0, I have a different opinion on your 2-0? You don't look very good. You look as good as the Bucs do. The Bucs are 2-0 also. Hey, the Bucs are 2-0. So wait, <laughs> that's a good point. Hey, the Bucs are 2-0. Are the Bucs one of the elite teams in the NFC? Oh, they must be because they're 2-1-0 like the Eagles. Yeah, that's it. I got it. You'll never beat Josh Allen with that defense. Not happening. Ever. Never happened. Never happened. Shit, the MILF hunter could probably give you some trouble. I doubt that he'll be still in the game for the Jets at the time. You're not own. You don't own shit, dude. Dak owns you. Look at those. Of, we own the NFC and the Cowboys with Dak own you. Eight and three, three hundred ninety yards a game in eleven ball games, seventy percent completion percentage. Five TDs, even in a shitty year a year ago. Hey, Xander, I missed that super chat. Can I get that, please? You are such a Hurts hater. 
I don't know the guy from a can of paint, nor do I give a shit to. I'm telling you what I see. Allen will just throw us the game. You mean like Hertz has the last two? Actually, three. Three turnovers in three straight games? Trending in the right direction. Let's see in the Super Bowl, you had a scoop and score. In the New England game, there was a turnover. And in the Vikings game, you had a turnover. Horrible pass, too. Because you can't read defenses. Right? (laughs) Oh, my God. I told you that I was going to hold off until after week two. How about the way Brock Purdy's playing? Now, Purdy missed some passes and some open dudes. Hey, you know, it's a divisional game. You're constantly going to see that kind of stuff. They still, though, they got the win. They got the win, the the, the 49ers. Whew. That's another good-looking defense. Shit, your defense is probably around 15 right now. Horrible linebackers, horrible secondary. You're giving up 340 yards a game in the air to Mac Jones and to Kirk Cousins. Holy shit. So you'll admit you're wrong if we beat Allen. Oh, J.H., will I ever? Will I ever? Oh, my God. Dude, why is Jalen Hurts struggling? What's the... He's got more talent than anybody in the NFL around him. Why is he struggling? Answer? Or is it just taking shots at me? If you want to take shots at me, I'm I'm good with it. I don't that just shows me again low-hanging fruit. Why is Hurt struggling? Or wait, maybe you don't think he is. Dak has only accounted for 14 points out of the 70 in two games, plus the Giants and Jets were cupcakes. So you played against one of the worst defenses I've ever seen in NFL history, that Vikings defense. And you played against Mac Jones. All of a sudden now Mac Jones is elite to you guys? Who have you played? You played two teams that won't make the playoffs. The Jets have a shot. Who have you played? You have played a year and two games. Nobody's except for the Super Bowl. Giants suck? No. um, Yeah, okay, so the Vikings are great. Okay. I'm wrong. Okay. That team has no shot of winning the NFC East right now. That team, uh, the Eagles, has no shot at winning the NFC East. Playing the way they are. None. Looks like the division's not going to be that bad. You laid an egg against that commander team a year ago. I wouldn't lay another one against them. Cowboys, I don't know. The Cowboys actually may be the best team in the NFL right now. Oh, no. (laughs) Not the Cowboys. The Cowboys actually might be the best. Is Is there a team playing better ball right now? It's only two games. Like I said, your season could be toast 0 2. 
In both games, you tried to give the game away with your shitty coaching. Shitty coaching and personnel decisions. How we had such a banner year this year. This year. Slay said on his podcast, there for a lot. Hey, hey, can I get that $10 one, please? I want to get that up here. Xander, that super chat, please. Um, we just need to make a statement with our offense and defense. Yeah, Xander, when you can, put that $10 super chat up. Slay said on his podcast, their philosophy is to get a big lead then pretty much play prevent the rest of the game is why Mac and Kirk got garbage time. How dumb is this statement by Darius Slay? The Patriots had the ball with a minute left in the game to beat you. So you just think it's to play to the, and then it was a one possession game against the Vikings. So truly you think getting a lead, giving it up and playing down to your competition is how you're going to win a Super Bowl. Never happened. Bear, they may be able to turn the offense around, but to be real, they did not address the defensive personnel, and they're going to pay for it. There's always next year just being real. That defense is not good enough. Come on, Sills. Bring the Cowboys helmet out, baby. 2023. Nah. Hey, hey. Shooter, the reason I can't is because Xander knows, man. It's like it's got this, like, juju that throws my internet up. And so when the cowboy helmet hits around when I got it up here, man, I actually had to move it into a different room because I kind of believe in like, you know, the Malloy and all that. So I had to kind of like move it around a little bit and send it into another room or I can't have it dog. I can't have it. So I had to leave. The, I had, Hey, when we hung it up last year, Xander goes, come on, hey, dog. Look, I, I, I love your, I love your stuff, but come on, man. I, you know, does not happen. Just can't do it. And I'm with him on it too. Cause for like a week, the entire internet went out and I said, yeah, you know, we're going to move the helmet. Then after that, it was, there we go. Okay. Look, I hate the Cowboys go birds, but we have to be realistic. The Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. Let's ask that question. Who's the best team in the NFL right now? Eagles, Cowboys, Dolphins, Eagles, Cowboys, Dolphins. I don't know. I look at the Ravens. I'm still not going like this with the Ravens. Wow. I'm not doing this with the Ravens. Ravens are 2-0. I don't know. 49ers. Dolphins have the best wins. That's a great one, Micah. That's a great take. That's a great take. That's a great take. You're right. They got the best wins. That's a good way to look at that. That's a great way to look at that. You're right. The Dolphins so far have dominated. I mean, dude, I was shocked what they, I mean, they took apart the Chargers and then they went up to Belichick and they took care of business. And it wasn't like they were running the ball. They're not a one-dimensional. Well, they are kind of one-dimensional, but it's on Tua's arm. You're never winning games with Jalen Hurts' arm. 
You're going to win it with his legs, then his arm. That's who he is. Okay? Now, again, I want to back this all up here and say this, though. Still, dude, guys, at the end of the day, Hurts does something that's very unique. He's the best passing Wildcat quarterback in NFL history. The only thing I can hope for is the Cowboys blow it as an Eagle fan. Bear? Which is very possible. Because the owner gets in the way of Dak and everything else in the building. I'm telling you, one of the most impressive things so far in the first two weeks of the season has been the play calling of Mike McCarthy. And you know what else? He has shown you he's a better head coach play caller than Sean Payton. Big Seals, we are fortunate enough to be 2-0 with all these circumstances, but we do have a chance to get better. Yes, you do, Ace. Ace, I want to pull everything back here for a second. Remember what I said to you? Offense can't stumble out of the gate. The defense, this is exactly what I said. And we were going back and forth. The tone even I were trying to tell you. That defense is not going to be good until around week eight. All right? That's when it's going to kind of get its footing. But the offense can't limp along and struggle. And it is. And that's why these games are closer. Because the offense, dude, don't tell me what we have a different play caller. The Cowboys do too. And they've upped their game. You can't use that as an excuse. Well, Brian Johnson's not a good play caller. I thought Mike McCarthy wasn't. Look at Debbie. Sills is a closet Cowboy fan. I don't give a shit about the Dallas Cowboys. I don't care about any team. I root for greatness. This is where you get an unbiased opinion, Debbie. Because I'm an equal offender. I'm an equal offender. And I'll praise you equally. Don't care. You know, again, like I told you guys before in the past, when I was a kid, I might have rooted for the Giants. I don't give a shit about the Giants today. I got friends in all organizations. It's probably why I don't really care. Mass calls me a liar. You don't know me well enough to call me a liar, dog. To call somebody a liar, you got to actually kind of know them. You don't know me well enough. So stop pretending. You think you do. You think you do. Okay? You think you do. Keon likes that word flip-flop. Did you flip-flop on Carson Wentz? Let me guess. No. So you would just bullface lie to people. 99.9% of the Eagle fans have lied for the last six years. You want to know your lie and your two biggest lies? Here are your two biggest lies. I hated the Jalen Hurts second-round pick. And boy, Carson Wentz is a franchise quarterback. Who's lying now? Did you flip-flop on those two? Or let me guess. You're trying to revise history. 
like you see our current White House. You, 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 you'll do whatever to change your own narrative. Is that it? I'll show you, when you say something to me about there's no such thing as flip-flopping in sports, a player either plays well and continues his greatness, or he doesn't. That's truth. My takes are not in cement, because sports is not in cement. Sills doesn't discriminate. Much respect, my friend. Thank you, Ace. See, sports is not in cement. The only thing that's in cement is scoreboard. Is scoreboard. Everything else changes with players and how... Michael Jordan, the narrative on Jordan, couldn't win titles. All he could win is scoring championships. That dude will never win. Well... Narrative changed. Were you supposed to stick there with your same narrative that Jordan couldn't win titles? Jordan won a title, what was it, for nine years or seven years? But when he started winning, that narrative changed. Greatest champion of all time. Oh, okay. Whatever, guy. I don't need to explain myself to you. So the Pat shut down Dolphins Hill 5-4-40 yards and Waddle 4 for 86 they needed to run the ball to win. Um, if you think that Jalen Hurts is playing better than Tua Tagovailoa, again, you're high. You're high. Dak is killing it. Good for Dak. Has the hardest job in American sports. Being the face of the Dallas Cowboys. That's the hardest job in American sports. Used to be playing center field for the Yankees. Now it's the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. You got a crazy-ass owner. You got the number one rated television shows on TV every week. Do you know that? The Cowboys are the number one rated TV show every flipping week. No matter who they're playing. They could be playing Temple. It wouldn't matter. 19 and 1, LJ says. What's it gotten you? Silver medal. Congratulations to you. Keep it up, kid. This ain't college football. No one cares about 19 and 1. They care if you win the last game of the year. Who do you think this is? The Big 12? Danny Dimes came up big yesterday. He did, especially in the second half. 19 and 1. This guy's sounding like he's playing in the Big 12. Hey, here's your, here's your participation medal for that 19 and one. Congratulations to you. Scoop and score. Dude, nobody cares about records. They care about rings. Your legacy is built in what you do in the postseason, not 19 and one. Shit, the guy in Baltimore has one of the greatest win percentages. He's 0-1 in the postseason, Lamar Jackson. He's 0-1. But he's like 48-16 and 16 or something. What's it got to do with anything? 19-1 and and a silver medal. Congratulations. Keep kicking it, kid. Don't, hey, 
don't don't kind of don't hurt my reputation, Eagle fans, that you guys reach for the ultimate instead of settle for the common. Okay, because you're hurting my opinion of Eagle fans if you're happy with nine. He's happy with 19 and one and no Super Bowl. <laughs> Records don't matter. Why are you always talking eight and three? Because that's a trend versus you. Dak owns, what, are you under the impression Dak doesn't own you? Dak has 398 yards and two TDs in two games. That's killing it? Yeah, because he doesn't have to do anything with that fabulous defense. And, what did he have, four incompletions last game? Jalen Hurts couldn't throw it through a barn door right now. They took the ball out of his hands in the Minnesota game and ran the ball 50 times. Who runs the ball in the NFL 50, 50 times today? Seriously, I thought I was watching the Naval Academy and Navy Army at the link. Am I, am I right? Xander was like 50 carries. Who does that? It's like the 1973 Auburn rushing attack versus Alabama in the Iron Bowl. Two teams running the ball for 50, uh, 50 times. Who, throw, who runs the ball 50 times? Who, who runs the ball 50 times? but a team with a shitty quarterback. That's what the Jets should have did, actually. That's what the Jets should have did. 48 carries. Sorry, Joseph. You know, yeah, I have to remember, you know, be actually right. <laughs> to the point. Right. Because the Vikings couldn't stop it. Okay. So wait a minute here. You have no passing game. Whatever, dude. Here. What have you done in these days as you get ready for the Buccaneers? What have you done to write your offense? What have you done? You actually got worse on defense. You lost Maddox now. Who'd they sign to a practice squad guy? Howie's not going to have the same luck. You're already not having the same luck health-wise. Mm. Two and oh, no explanation needed. That's it, Callie Green. You're going against another 2-0 team, too, the Buccaneers. Yeah, you and the Bucs have a lot in common. You guys look alike. 18 points you scored against New England? Yeah, it's about right. Guys look good. <laughs> hmm. Sills, I love you, but damn. Two weeks in time. Hey, hold on here. There's only 17... See what Maniac just did? Only two weeks. Excuse me. So that we could put this in proper perspective, there's only 17 of these things. This is good. We need whatever. Hey, there's only 17 of these. Maniac, one, two, three, four, five, 
six to 17. Count with me. There's not 50 or 60 of these. There's 17 of these. You're almost through the first quarter poll of the season. Four quarters, you know, a little more now because of the 17th game. Try a little arithmetic. Nights at Passaic Community College would help Maniac a little bit, you know. Maybe a couple arithmetic classes. Maybe that'll help you out a little bit. Or a calculator. Xander could probably help you out. <laughs> undefeated, baby. Bucks are undefeated. Yes, sir, baby. Who's Nick Wright? Never heard of him. Who's Nick Wright? You make it sound like I know these loser people that are on the... I, I know a few dudes. Wentz flopped on us. But not Jalen. He'll never. He's my knight in shining armor. He's the best guy I've ever seen in Philadelphia sports history. Quite frankly, that's nice and all. That's good when you put it on the parade magazine inside the Inquirer on Sundays. What a good duty is. Kissing babies' heads, signing autographs. That's great shit. I just want you to win a Super Bowl. I don't, you know, it's great that you were all night. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. And I'm not saying it's not. But really, at the end of the day, I don't know that guy from a can of paint, nor do I give a shit. Prick, I live 10 minutes from Passaic Community College. <laughs> Maniac, you know, man. It's all good, brother. 19 and 1, trending strong. Yeah, man, as long as you're on the podium, right? I'm with you. How about them Cowboys? Look at Jimmy over there, man. Every time I, I saw Jimmy, we were talking about it. Sirianni's got to take the play calling over. Your boy Brian Johnson's not cutting it. He's trying to score points and put yards up on the board. He's not trying to win games. That's one thing Steichen did. They were going to win games. And they didn't give a shit how it looked. Whether Hurts threw for 140 yards or whether they ran the ball 70 times. But what they did was they had an identity. The Eagles don't have an identity right now. and they're, or, or they're fighting their identity. Because their identity is a power-running team. It's been a power-running team for 30 years. Now you're trying to turn Jalen Hurts into some drop-back guy, which he is not. Even Saban saw it. And you're, you're fighting your identity. What's Listen, I'll give Carson, hey, I'll give Carson Wentz more of a, of a buy, an, an alibi, because Frank left and the talent left around Wentz. What's Jalen's excuse? What's Jalen's excuse for his number one wide receiver barking at him going, I'm wide open? Dude, I'm wide open. Your own people are bitching at him. You're, you're going, Seals is making this up. Well, was AJ? So wait, who's making it up about Hurts? Both AJ Brown and myself? 
I never picked Jalen Hurts to win the MVP. I picked Josh Allen to win it. I never did that. Seals, you're not on the sidelines. Shut up. No, you're right. That was probably a friendly conversation over, you know, the fact that someone didn't pick the tip up at dinner. I'm probably thinking that's what it was. Yeah. (laughs) How come there's discord in Philly and in Dallas? Everyone's like the best team. Now, here. We're going to look at week two of the NFL at the top of the hour. Who's the best team in the NFL right now? Who's the best team in the NFL right now? Who's the best? Say it with me. Come on, you pancake eating. Say it with me. Who's the best team in the NFL right now? Come on now. Say it with me. Oh, and by the way, I have to say this, and I'm really happy that Xander's here. Um, I'm not going to name a name, but somebody on our network told me how great Justin Fields was going to be. That guy blows out loud. He's not getting better. It's not happening. It's not happening. And he runs four fours. Wow, that guy runs a four four. <laughs> Can he read a defense? Uh, that answer would be no. So you could take Justin Fields and put him in the great trash can of Ohio State quarterbacks that have imploded in the NFL. They have never had a decent quarterback ever. And I say that ever play in the NFL that was decent. Okay, decent. Wait, let's see. Kirk Krenzel, is that his name? Arch Schleister? <laughs> what else? Who else? I... I... Mm. Fields is exactly what Hurts isn't. They want Justin Fields to be Jalen Hurts. Here's the difference. Jalen can throw the ball. Fields can't. He's no better than Tyson Hill. And the Bears are fighting it. Justin Fields is Tyson Hill. Tyrod Taylor's better than him. Teddy Bridgewater is better than him. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is a pro bowler. That guy will never, only way he's going to the pro bowl is if he buys a plane ticket. Okay? Justin Fields sucks. Dude, Jalen Hurts is superior to that guy. I mean, I actually heard people on Speak for Yourself comparing Justin Fields to Jalen Hurts. I said, that's an insult. 
There's nothing remotely close to the two. Maybe because Fields is a better open field runner than Jalen. Maybe. But Fields is not close to Hurts. Hurts is an actual quarterback that wins some games. A lot of games. That guy's 5-22. and 22. As a starting quarterback in Chicago. He's 5-22. and 22. Five and twenty-two. Now that's an indictment, also, on that stupid-ass organization the Chicago Bears are. They're not helping. Well, they went out and got DK, uh, DJ Moore, and that. Hey, how about that kid too? That Claypool kid, dude. That kid Claypool is a disaster in Chicago. He lays down on plays and quits on plays. I'd fire his ass. Plays not his side. He quits. Like. Quez Watkins is better than Chase Claypool. Quez Watkins is better than that. Or I'll take that back. I trust Quez more than him. I trust. I trust Quez more than that guy. That's for damn sure. Okay. JM goes, I'd rather have Biennemi over Johnson. Too late now. You guys had these training wheel coaches in here. You thought you were going to do it two years in a row. You thought you were going to retool the roster two years in a row the way you have. Okay? 5 and 22 doesn't matter. Okay, Jay Quest, but I'll say this to you. Over those 27 games, that guy showed no improvement. In 27 games, Jalen Hurts has shown improvement. That guy's shown nothing. 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 I mean, I don't even want to continue. By the way, just to show you how important coaching is, the most overrated coach in National Football League right now is Sean Payton. But the scapegoat's going to be Russell Wilson. Okay. So let me get this right. You're paying Sean Payton $20 million. And you're paying the other guy 48. You got $68 million in a boatload of first round draft choices that's been surrendered for Payton and Russell Wilson. That thing is a bigger train wreck than the Trey Lance disaster. Completely. Completely. Okay? McVay, the guy in Los Angeles with the Rams, that guy's a good coach. That's coaching. That's a damn good coach. Because that that shitbox of a roster the Rams have, for them to even be in games... Hey, by the way, that game now with the uh, Eagles, that Rams game, that could that'll be competitive. You know why? Because the Viking game was. Rams are probably better than the Vikings. They got a better head coach, that's for damn sure. So look, the games that you thought were gonna be kind of like I know the Eagle fans, walkovers, Bucks and Rams, shit, man. 
Patriots and Vikings, you guys had to play till the last minutes of the game. They were last possession games for both teams. Both teams had a chance to put you away. Not like the Dolphins. Dolphins put teams away, and the 49ers did too. We're going to look at week two of the NFL. We are. That'll be at the top. How come you got, hey, I respect the Eagle fans in here right now. You know why? Because it's so hard for you to say this with me. The Dallas Cowboys are better under Mike McCarthy than they were under Kellen Moore. The Cowboys have a better defense than you, better special teams than the Eagles, a better offense than you. Say it with me. It will help you. Get over your anxiety attacks. It's only the Bucks this week. I wouldn't be afraid. They're 2 and 2 I wouldn't be nervous because you're supposed to kill them. Say it with me. How many points do you think you beat the Bucks by this week? By the way, oh yeah, I'll take a look at the Bucks here in a minute at the top of the hour as well. Say it with me. Are the Bucks so no, are the Cowboys better than Philly right now? Now, I am gonna do this. Sills. Early part of the season. Do you would you rather be better in September or in January? Going into the playoffs. Of course. But do you think that personnel side of the football field? By the way, again, I think it is chemistry on offense for Philly. I think you've got personnel issues on defense. How are we signing these people, I mean, to the practice squad roster? It ain't going to help over there. This shit should have been addressed in the offseason. Damn, Sills, you're right. Again, I was being... Insecure. <laughs> Nicholas goes, this guy's talking nonsense. So he believes the Eagles are better than the Cowboys right now. Who, who, who's talking nonsense now? You don't have a better front and a better overall group. Their secondary is 10 times the secondary you have. Stefan Gilmore has been electric. Like Stefan Gilmore, 19, 2000. That's what Stefan Gilmore looks like back there now. He looks fabulous. Fabulous. Remember, he was the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He looks fabulous. Hey, hey, LJ, you know what? It's an easy go-to low-hanging fruit. Congratulations to you, dude. Doesn't bug me no more. It really doesn't because you don't know me or anyone that does. So you can call me anything you want. You don't know me from a can of paint. Say it with me. Who's a better play caller, Mike McCarthy or Brian Johnson? Shit, or Nick Sirianni. 
So the Cowboys have the advantage in coaching over you. Quarterbacks playing better. Their offense is playing better. Now, Zach Martin did get hurt. Okay? Dan Quinn, you know what? I'm going to say this to you about, I think Sean Desai is not doing that bad a job with some of the deficiencies that he has on defense on that side of the ball. I actually don't think he's doing that poorly. He has no linebackers. He's very youthful in the safety position. He had to play a game without Bradbury. And they're 2-0. I, I personally don't think he's done that poor job. They're just not as talented. And, you know, Jalen Carter's great and looks like he's going to be a beast. But Reddick has been a no-show. Uh, last, last game, he pressured the quarterback. That's not fair. Zach Cunningham played a little better. He did. Played a little better. Okay? That's, that's a fact. We're going to look at the Bucs. Okay? We're going to look at the Bucs. Also, week two of the NFL. Gary Cobb will join us at the bottom of the hour from Fox 29 in Philadelphia. Do not forget, folks, we really appreciate all that you've done here with us when it comes to our Hooters friends, the official home of the National Football Show. Just a couple of weeks, we're going to be at the King of Prussia one, and we can't can't wait to meet so many people. I get texts and emails on people that are going to be coming in to see us. Look, all seven locations in the Northeast area, go to northeasthooters.com. Enjoy tonight's doubleheader when it comes to Monday Night Football, too. You don't want to go into any one of the locations. Go to hooters2go.com. Take the food home. Put it in your own crib. Get into the locations, though, man. You're going to love it. Tuesday, buy 10 wings. Get 10 boneless free. Wing Wednesdays, a 40-year tradition that you have at the Wing House. 40-year tradition, 1983, all you can eat. Kids eat for free on Saturdays. On top of that, okay, top of that, make sure – you go to northeasthooters.com for you to find one of the seven locations nearest you. And when you roll into any one of the Hooters, do me a favor. You tell them Big Sill sent you. Passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go first. 
Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, I go to left. Fake them out. Mama, go up, up, up. She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. E A G L E S. Eagles. Worst fan base in the National Football League has to be at so high field in Los Angeles. I mean, every single opposing team that goes into so high field and their their fan base rolls in, they dwarf the Rams or the Chargers. I mean, you have two professional football teams in Los Angeles, Chargers and the Rams, and you'd never know it. You'd never know it. 49er fans were, were the loudest of any fan base in that stadium I've heard in a long time. I mean, seriously, dude, you got to come to have a conversation with somebody in that place because so high field is like, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's a joke. I agree with you. Hey, Zeus, man. I don't ever remember when, you know, prior to the 20 years the NFL wasn't in Los Angeles, I don't remember the Los Angeles sports fans going, hey, we need an NFL team in L.A. Or or now two. They could give a shit if there's two NFL teams. The league only moved them there because it raised the rent and it raised the value on the two teams. It's the only reason they moved. They didn't move it there for fans. They moved it there, so guess why? Value of the league goes up. Having it there versus having St. Louis or San Diego, they didn't do it for you like they lie and tell you. They did it for their own wealth. Sills busting the gut love this way. You torture us, remember. Most are delusional. Philly. Hey, dude. Hey, I, I appreciate all of you here. Don't don't get that wrong, man. I do. And there's so many options, and I appreciate you guys coming here. I'm not kidding. But just remember, at the end of the day, it's sports talk. And if you get your panties in a bind over it, eh, you know, maybe it's a you thing. Woo! 
You see my boy Bijan Robinson kicking ass. I told you he was going to be the NFL rushing champion this year. Man, that would have looked good in that backfield, man. Wow. Oh, oh, by the way, hey, Xander. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Dan Cilio. I'd like to uh, place a missing person, Nolan Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I saw him in the preseason, but I don't know. I, I think eight plays, something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think his current address is the Novacare Center in Philly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't seen him. I don't know. I, I, hey, you asked me where Nolan Smith is. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm, I'm just calling to make sure no one's kidnapped his ass or anything. Yeah. All right. Please keep us informed. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Nolan Smith. Yeah, this first-round draft choice that they took at number 30. Yeah, I haven't seen him. All right, bye. Damn. Missing person, dude. I haven't seen the guy. Hope he's okay. Have you guys seen him? Hey. I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe Hassan Reddick knows where the hell he is. We'll see. Don't forget, The Rock will join us at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Gary Cobb, bottom of the hour. Before we get into week two of the NFL, here are the Buccaneers, and they're 2-0 record like you guys. <laughs> the shitty Bucks. The shitty Bucks led by Baker Nobody or 2-0 like you. Wow, they're 2-0 sales. Yeah. The shitty Bucks are 2-0. Oh, they beat Minnesota too. <laughs> but they beat Minnesota at home up at Minnesota's place. Damn. 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 He's missing, just like the United States lost the jet. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. How about them Super Bowl picks? How are they doing? Well, the Bills are 1-1 one and one and the Cowboys are 2-0. and oh, Pretty good. Not bad. Hanging in there. Here are the shitty Bucks. Bucks are averaging 20 points a game. You guys should blow this team out by 21 points, right? At least 21. You think you guys should blow them up by 21? Here, how many points did you blow the Bucks out by on um, Monday night? I'm going to save this. Got a lot of stuff here, too. How many points do you, should the Eagles blow out the Bucks? 2-0. Marcus Nolan. Smith, six times Pats. 17 to 20. 7 to 10. 7. No, 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 no. This is the shitty 2-0 Bucks. 
They only score 20 points a game. Wait a minute. 17 points. There we go, Ty. Come on, Ty. Say it with me, you pancake eating. Let's go. 10 points. There we go. There we now we're starting to get up there. There's Eagle fan, I know. Let's come on. 10. Come on, 10. Give me a break. That's not Eagle fans. I know seven points, three points. Where's your confidence? Five to three? Come on, Barb. 14 points. There you go. Seven point. Boy, I'll tell you, man. Seems to be a little bit of people being a little bit nervous about the O and the D. Watching Justin Field was a comedy show. He's terrible. Six. There we go, Omar. That's what I'm talking about. Tito's got three. So the majority, you think this thing could be close? <laughs> okay, here's who they are. They're averaging 20 points a game. They are only giving up 17. The Buccaneer defense is giving up 43 yards a game and rushing. Got a great front seven. Jalen Hurts should have a feast versus the Bucs who are giving up in the first two games 328 yards a game. I'm expecting Jalen Hurts to throw for 350 yards Monday night. All those weapons, the Bucs are giving up 330 yards in passing offense. 330. 330. Senor says, I thought you said the Bucks defense was good. Oh, I'm not going by what I think. I'm going by who they are. And what you think. I haven't put my opinion in. I'm going off of what you are and what the Bucks have done. Bucks are giving up 330. And according to you, Jalen's up. Tremendous thrower. Well, here it is for him. Got a secondary that's surrendering a lot of passing yards. Can't wait to see it. Bucks can stop the run. Bucks can stop the run. Look at the yardage out there for Jalen and AJ and Devontae and Tyler Swift. And Dallas Goddard, look at look at all this. Tyler Swift should have a huge game. She should really have an enormous game. Big game. Xander's probably upset because he went to, DeAndre went to uh, Xander's high school. So, you know. <laughs> they won't stop our run. No, you mean like the Patriots did. Patriots front seven ate you up. They dominated the Eagle O-line. Dominated. Dominated. Hit your quarterback. Hit your quarterback a ton. It's DeAndre Swift, not Tyler Swift. Well, in the first game, he was MIA. Great coaching decision. So how do you put a guy on MIA in game one, turns around and has 173 yards in game two? 
I call that inept preparation for your roster. Kenny Gainwell is not going to win you games in Philly. He's a nobody. DeAndre Swift's a good player. He's a good player. He's the only one worth the shit in that secondary, or excuse me, in that running back room. Deactivate him almost in week one, and you don't play him in week two? Come on, dogs. Baker Mayfield is averaging more passing yards to Jalen Hurts out of the gate. Who would have thought that? And he's 2-0 and too. Has a 104 quarterback rating. 70% completion percentage. This guy's averaging, having a better start to the season than Hurts. How's that possible? How is that possible? He has no run game whatsoever. How is that possible that Baker Mayfield's having a better start to the season than Jalen Hurts? Dude, who's covering Mike Evans? Darius Slay? Oh, yeah. What was that thing on his podcast? We'll get a big lead and allow the Bucs to come back in on us and make a game in the fourth quarter. What are they, what are they like, in cahoots with a bookie? Mike Evans is averaging 118.5 yards a game, 19 yards a catch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, your defense is great, though. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, even at 60 yards a game, is on pace for 1,000 yards. And he's averaging 11 yards a catch. Who's covering these guys? Couldn't cover Cole in those first two games. So I say this. According to y'all, Buccaneers don't have a chance. Eagles, 42, Bucks 10. What do you think? Eagles 42. Eagles 42 to 10. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting. 42 to 10. Shit, we might as well bury the lead here. Screw the uh, talking about the game on Friday. Or next Monday, actually. 42 10. All right. This one's going to hurt a little. This was, this was like, you, you got, some of you are going to need a proctologist <laughs> after this thing, man. Holy cow. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is going to get interesting here. Okay. It, it truly is. I, 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 I can't wait to see. Here are my rankings. For the NFC East right now, here's here's my rankings. Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, Gigantes. You say 10 negative things about Hurt, Sirianni, and the Eagles, and then say, hey, hey, um, stop pulling my chain. Hey, Xander, can you pull the Super Chat 999 one up, please? You say 10 negative things about Hurt Sirianni and the Eagles and then say out of 
the same of Eagles are going. I never said the Eagles are going to Super Bowl this year. I never said that. They're not my Super Bowl pick. I'll say it one more time for you, Lenny. I got Bills and Cowboys. I said it prior to the season starting. I'll say it again. You don't get to carry over. The disrespect for Hurts is unreal. He shouldn't put McNabb on the back of his jersey. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Last year, you picked the Eagles. I did. This is 2023, though. Okay. By the way, Chiefs aren't going back. Chiefs aren't going back. They're not going back to the eight, to the Super Bowl. Not happening. Bill's not making it to the Super Bowl, just like the Cowboys. But your team's not going to get near it. Not with that defense. Your offense will come around after it stops limping a little bit. And they have to go back to being one read hurts. Dude, that guy can't read defenses. <laughs> he can't. That's They run a great offense for him. And Brian Johnson hasn't figured it out. Dude, let them go back to doing what they did a year ago. Have him run more. He needs to run the ball 17 times a game for you to win. And for that offense in the passing game to come around. Last year, you had Miles Sanders. Hey, by the way, you think Miles Sanders is being felt right now? Just just asking. You think Miles Sanders is like his impact on the offense? You think him not being there is, is anything? Umberto goes, are you picking the Bucks to win Monday sales? Absolutely not. Are you crazy? 42 to 10. Jalen for 375 yards passing. The Bucks are giving up 340. Come on, man. Jalen should feast. He should feast. I got 375, three touchdowns. Kidding me? 42-10. Eagles. You bet. Gets the 2-0 bucks. Jalen for 250 passing and running. Jalen throws for 375 on Todd Bowles. Well, they're surrendering 340 yards now. Dan, I hear Sarkat. Hot Kyle. What would ever give you the uh, impression that I have sarcasm? Shit, Xander had a guy on his network one time with sarcasm and got him in trouble. How dare you think I would have sarcasm? I know better than this. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, baby. I can't wait for G. Cobb. Hey, man, the Cowboys are the best team in the National Football League. How you doing? Watch this. 
Bang! Holy shit! Dak Prescott is playing lights out. Tug of Viola. And then you have, hey, the Bucks are 2-0-2, man. Shit. The Battle of the Undefeateds on Monday Night Ball. Next Monday night. The Buccaneers in Tampa. And the 2-0 Eagles. Two offensive juggernauts. <laughs> Let's just bring G. Cobb in. He's shaking his head going, oh, my God. Hey, the Eagles got to play better, man. I'm, they're, they're not going to beat Tampa the way they play. If they don't play better, man, they are not going to beat Tampa because, you know, with the way the secondary looked and the, the linebackers, and you know the, those linebackers they have with Tampa Bay, man, they got they, they got a defense, and uh, they're playing well. They got to play much better if they're going to beat Tampa Bay. And I didn't think I was going to be saying this because, you know, I didn't know how um, – Baker was going to look with them, but he's playing well. Come on. You know they got some good wideouts. Come on. These guys help them win a Super Bowl. So these are not, you know, some kids off the street somewhere. You know, these are professionals. And, and Tampa Bay's got a good football team, and they're playing like it. Eagles got to play better football, man. They got to play better on both sides of the ball, or they are not beating Tampa Bay. What's your most disappointing takeaway in the first two weeks? <sighs> The most disappointing, um, boy, you know, and I, I that's competition. Um, well, of course, um, you know, the passing game just it's been erratic. Doesn't look like there's a lot of confidence. I don't know that Jalen's really seeing the field well. I don't know if I put that as one because, you know, I I look at uh, the defense that that last game. Did they cover anybody? Did they stop no. them? I mean, the the line the line was rushing the passer well too. They don't get a chance. It's one, two, three. The ball's out, man. I mean, come on, cover somebody. I mean, and and the thing about it is, you got to move around on defense if you're in the secondary. The corners move up and back. The linebackers, you got to you know where you got to be, but you want to give them different looks. You know, you got to realize that. It's, it's not easy to read what you're in if you just give a disguise and you talk about it, you know, you give them a certain look, but you, you see guys over out there, some of these guys out there playing like the rookies, you know, you go to your spot and you stay, but you no, know, move around. You know where you got to be when the, when the, when the ball is snapped, but you know, they, they got to do a better job of that, of that because, and, and sometimes you go up and jam the wide out. You, you, uh, you change the, the situation because let's say the quarterback comes up, he's going to the guy. He knows the routes he's running. He's planning on going to this guy. One, two, three, he's throwing that ball. If the guy's jammed a little bit, it throws the timing off. You give your lineman a chance to get there. But how do you expect these guys to be rushing? They figure, man, these guys are not coming anyway. I mean, eventually somebody's going to come and huddle and say, look, man, <laughs> this guy hasn't blocked me all day. You guys aren't covering anybody. I mean, really? If I look at the kid Jalen Carter, uh, you know, in the first game, he should have had two or three sacks. He's beating his man. Boom. Come on. Hey, look, fellas. We, we got we to stop them from one, two, three where the ball's out. We got to give them different looks. You know, uh, sometimes I would even tell one of the linebackers, go over and line up on the tight end. Give them a different look and move back. You know, I, I, some of these guys, they don't get it. I said, look. 
you're giving the other guys too much credit when you don't move around because they're going to make mistakes. They're going to think you're in this and you're not in that. See, Gary, I, w- I want to throw this at you here. I talked yeah. to Jimmy Johnson this morning and he said something about offensive play callers. And when you watch Mike McCarthy, there's a pacing now that's better than nice job. Anymore. There is a situation where the plays are coming in better. And yeah. Jimmy said this, a guy like McCarthy versus a guy like Kellen Moore, and I'm going to tie it in to Brian Johnson. He goes, when you've got a really great play caller and you've got a guy who's a head coach play caller like Andy Reid or McCarthy, these mm-hmm. guys are trying to win the game. They're not yeah. trying to score points. They're not trying to put yards up. Yeah. They're trying to win games. Correct. And putting th- and maybe Shane Steichen has been underestimated because – you know, one week it was this guy. One week it was that guy. One week it was running the ball. One week yeah. it was this. But there was continuity to it, and the offense ran on the rhythm. There's just no rhythm with this. Do you think, Mike, do you think Nick Sirianni should take the play calling over? Well, you know, um, you know, I haven't been pleased with it. You know, and I, you know, I don't know all that they're running. I mean, I haven't been pleased with it. Um, I don't know that I would do that right now. Um, the thing I think is I know that one of the things they were doing is they were trying to take away their passing game. They want to make them be patient, you know? And finally they said, good, you're going to play this dime. If you're going to play a dime, we're going to run the ball down your throat. So, you know, uh, some of that was, was one of the issues, you know, which, which, um, you know, you, you want, you don't want to, if uh, somebody is, you know, they'll do anything to stop your deep passing game. Well, then you got to be patient. You're going to have to be patient. So uh, that's some of it. Uh, I I just don't think that he had a good uh, feel for what they were doing. And I know that uh, they were throwing everything in the kitchen sink at them. They had guys lining up where you got five across the middle. And then they got three or four guys lining up deep. So they take away. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The deep ball. So th- this is the kind of thing where they just got to relax. Let's see what they're in. What do you see? You talk. Come to the sideline. You talk. Um, the um, 
Johnson, he's got to be able to talk to the guys to see what they're in because they didn't seem like they identified what they were in and then make up a game plan for it and you attack it, you know. Now, I did like the fact that they ran the ball. Seemed like that was part of it. Look, they cannot stop this run, so we're going to keep running it. And, and they ran all the way down the field, calling the same play over and over and over. If that's what you got to do, you do that. But one way or another, you've got to identify what they're in because you got to realize the players are saying, hey, what are they in? You know, come to the sideline, communicate. What are they doing? And we've got to make an adjustment. You know? Gary, and did I, you think didn't do that, that as well. Eagle, did you think that the Eagle coaches on offense took the ball out of Jalen's hands with 10 minutes left in the game because they became one-dimensional like in 2021. Yeah. They stuck with what they were doing best. The whole yeah. flare-up on the sidelines with A.J. and him. Hey, look, yeah. I'm not making anything out of it. All I'm saying, it, it was a point in the game mm-hmm. where it had carried over from, I think, the New England game where Jalen was just one reading these wideouts, and I think it kind of overflowed a little bit. I'm not yeah. saying it's a thing, but it was pointed out, and to me it emphasizes – how that he's not seeing the second wide receiver open and they just decided to go, no, we're going to run the ball 48 times. Do you think that that was a cognizant thing to go? Let's just stop throwing a ball. They can't stop the run. Let's go win a game. I I definitely think that's part of what they did. I mean, because you don't don't run the ball 16 times. You go down uh, where they had a 16 play drive or something and they had 14 runs. That doesn't happen by accident. That's something that you choose to do. And you know what? If that's what you've got to do, then then that's what you do because they needed to develop some confidence. You know, once they started running the ball, you started developing some confidence that they had uh, confidence in those particular plays. With what they were doing in the passing game, there's no way you could have confidence in it because they weren't successful. Jalen's either just throwing the ball away uh, he's he's checking down to somebody that has already got a guy almost over all over him, and uh, they weren't getting anything done. So uh, I, I think they made the right move. In fact, before the game, I thought they were going to have to just flat out just run the ball because um, what's his name? Um, the, the the GM who is uh, who is really um, Belichick's son, just about Flores. Flores is, is Belichick's stepson. 17 what's, years he spent in New England. On. So you knew, and they probably talked. Come on, you know they talked during the week. And what was successful against them, this is what they did. So they were going to make the Eagles be patient. And uh, Jalen wasn't sure about what they were in because uh, of some of the things they were doing late. So he can't turn the ball over. You can't turn the ball over and lose the game. So he started being more conservative and they went and they just ran the ball. If that's what they got to do before they get put, put together a game plan for that. But they got to eventually, they got to have a game plan for that. You can't let people just take away your key weapons uh, or you're going to have a blow up. And, and the blow up, come on, how many times are there blow ups in the game? It, it's Usually it, it doesn't get on the screen because, but guys are giving choice words to each other during the game. Now, you know that, we know that. Yep. So, and, and you know what, if you care about the game, it's going to happen sometime, you know, because this is, it's, it's, you got, everybody's got all their emotion in it. You're playing, there's a fight going on, you know, sometimes you're going to have the emotions go over it. And, and you know, if they don't, that doesn't ever happen, then you don't care enough. 
No, I and and I, I completely one hundred percent agree with this. And I'll say this to you too. Yeah. Or something else that we're noticing a lot more. Hertz is getting hit in the pocket more, Gary. Yeah. I mean, he's getting hit more. And to me, yeah. there is such an emphasis on him throwing the ball instead of doing the stuff he did a year ago. That to me, why are you trying to change? It's almost like they're fighting their identity. Well, they they, they took away some of the runs though. They they they, they have uh, additional people outside, uh, and they're kind of playing to take that away because. They want to make them be patient, see, because, uh, you know, they've had so many big plays, you know, they, it's just bang, bang. And, you know, they go deep, uh, even though they did have opportunities, you know, uh, because uh, the, the routes to AJ really, it's, it's, it's a, it's a shame. He didn't hit one to him because they're very close and really had a pass interference penalty on one of them. So I, I think the plays are there. But you can't just force the ball. If, if, if you got three guys sitting back there, like on the one interception, hey, you can't make throws like that. You got nearly three, you got about three guys on the guy you're throwing the ball to, and you throw it in there anyway. You can't do that. How about this, Gary? Yeah. So you go in week one from Belichick yeah. to Flores, and now you got Todd Bowles on Monday. I'm going to say this they may not have the superstar quarterbacks in their yeah. building. Mm-hmm. But these guys know how to stop offenses. And do you think some of the game tape on Hertz a year ago, all these coordinators are starting to get the book? You know this, man. Yeah. The number one priority for a quarterback and his growth each year when we watch it is watching him get better fundamentally and watching him get better because everyone knows he's coordinators. It's like yeah. a pitcher, right? That's right. You get you you know what a hitter can take. He can maybe he can't take the outside curveball. Maybe right. he can't take high and inside, yeah. and you start to get a book on these guys. You think that's what some of these coordinators are starting to do to Hurts in that offense a little bit? Uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, you know, you know Belichick and Flores. Come on. These guys are not, you know, they didn't just happen to the game, man. 25 this years is, together. Come on. This is what they do. So they they, they gave him looks, They and, and they took things away from him. And as I said, you know, if you're not sure what you're doing, you're not throwing the ball and turn the ball over, end up losing the game. Now, that's, you know, if you got to be more conservative where you're throwing the ball away, you're not sure. I'd rather have that because you're not playing against the best teams in the league. So they got out of there with two W's with, with some ugly football. So we will take the W's, but they got to play better. They know they got to play better. And, and, and it starts with, you know, the, the coaches – they hey, hey go Gary, I'm more impressed with the Buccaneers 2-0 start than I am with the Eagles 2-0 yes, start. Correct. I mean, I saw it. That's why I said if they don't play better, they're not beating the Bucs, man. This Down is, this in stuff, Tampa, too. What's your, biggest, tough game. what's your biggest concern on defense? Uh, biggest concern on defense, I guess, man. Covering? I, I guess, yeah, covering. I think so. They're giving up 340 yards in pass, pass, uh, passing offense. And get this, to Mac Jones and Kirk Cousins. Now, Kirk Cousins is going to the Hall of Fame of fantasy football. Yeah. Okay? He, he, he He's going to the Hall of Fame of fantasy he football. He racks up those numbers. Because he puts them numbers up. But 340 yards I know. pass offense is quite a bit in eight quarters of football. You know, you know they're, they're not doing a good job of, of covering people. You know, they're just not doing a good job because – the, the quarterbacks are able to get rid of the ball so quickly. Come on, man. You know, tighten up on things. That's why I say jam some guys sometimes. Delay their release. You got a good pass rush. 
All you got to do is take away, you know, one uh, one or two, take away those guys sometime where you take away the first two options, and, and you're probably going to give up, have some sacks or some good plays are going to happen. Now, they did force some turnovers, so I give them some credit there. Four. You know, fortunately, they, for, they forced turnovers, and we'll take that. But they know they got to play better. I mean, uh, anybody looks at that tape, they know they got to do a better job of coverage. And you can't just let guys uh, one, two, three. Because you know that's what uh, Baker Mayfield, he's looking at. He's getting rid of that football. I saw him on the tape. It's one, two, three, and that ball is out. So you got to delay some of that. Hey, I'll say this to you too, Gary. Um, I put a call into the Novacare Center, and I made a missing persons uh, report on Nolan Smith. Yeah. I mean, dude. I mean, it's it. You know, if Reddick is hurt, I'm hey. I, mean, I know. Yeah, Reddick. Reddick is not. You know, his hand. And I kind of thought that was going to happen. You know, you know how important your hands are. You're trying to pass. Oh those. yeah, absolutely. You know? Grabbing. Your, your hands are important. If you can't grab, if you don't have your strength in your hands, you know that that's that makes things very difficult. So I, I, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to really do much because I'm saying like. I know, man, if your hands are right, you can, it's hard to pass rush, you know. It is. Totally, and it's hard to engage with everything. But, I, hey, yeah. we have to be impressed with one thing on that defense. Carter and Davis hey. have – I mean, yeah. Jordan Davis has maybe been the most improved player on the entire football team. Without a doubt. And Without he, a he's doubt. now, instead of being a two-down guy, yeah, he's starting to show them that, you know, even though the center was out, well, I told everyone last week, Gary, well, if yeah. the center's out, you got to dominate. And he did. That's so, what, I, yes, mean, he did. I mean, you've got to be encouraged by the two tackles inside. Very, very much so. Very much so. And, you know, you could see some of it. Uh, and that's where, you know, you've got that, that chemistry in there. You know guys are competing with each other. You know that the last thing Jordan Davis <laughs> wants to see when everybody came in there <laughs> and he can't go anywhere without them saying, like, man, you're a buddy, man. Cause this guy's a player and everything. You know he gone home and rolling in the bed. Hey, hey, it's just like you know the guy. Uh, guys do that all the time, man. And you know that competition. That you know, and it's not. It's not really you know jealousy, but it's good old fashioned competition. It's the best thing he could have, and it's it's putting got him on that hot seat. And and he's he's lost weight, playing with a lot more energy. He's got a lot more stamina, and uh, he really has been a, a pleasant surprise. That's why I say, if they would delay them getting rid of the ball every play, those guys would have more sacks because they've been beating. And, and it would help the secondary. Come on, man! You know the guys are beating the first game. They they weren't blocked. They were coming free, but they let them get rid of the ball so fast and. So I know that they're going to uh, they're going to expect to do that this week. You know, Tampa's going to expect to do that. I'm going to put you on the hot seat now. Yeah, is is the Dallas Cowboys the best team in the NFL? Uh, it's the best team I've seen. And and you know, uh, something I heard when I came on, they're doing a great job of calling plays on the offense. I mean, the quick they're, they're just, pacing, they just got Gary, a great flow, man. Gary, the flow, the yep. pacing, getting the play in on time. That's right. Yeah, Dak looks, Dak looks so much better with Mike McCarthy as the play caller. Yes, than he Kelly does more, and 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 the job they're doing with the with the different backs they have of giving these guys all the shot. I'm going even like, CD Lamb looks good. That's right. I'm going like man, where are all these guys coming from? Yeah, <laughs> they're sending them running backs and everything, and then you know the defense. 
that's why, you know, one of the things, you know, uh, uh, the Eagles are going to have to do, look, if they, they're not just going to be able to drop back and throw the ball. I mean, that pass rush, those boys are coming. Gary, he's not LT. He's not LT. He's not LT. I know. No, he's not LT. No, 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 I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, you know, with all the guys, they got some of the other guys. You know, some of these guys I never even heard of. I'm going like. Hey, Stephon Gilmore, Gilmore looks like Stephon Gilmore of yes, a couple years ago when he was yes. the player of the year. Yeah, I, I knew that was a great addition that they, they brought in another quality corner, you know. And, um, you know, they got a good football team, but that's just two games yep. against two teams that didn't play well, really. And, uh, you know, the kid with the, the Jets throwing all those interceptions. I mean, the milk runner. Yeah, you know, so. Zach Wilson, man. Hey, not- no, he's not. He's not ready for prime time. No, but but I tell you what, you know all this is doing, man. We gonna have some fun later on in this season. Oh, you bet. <laughs> Two last questions for you here. Um, the loss of Avante Maddox means what to the Eagle defense? Uh, it's it's really going to mean some some change up. Uh, I think they might have Bradbury playing in that slot some uh, because he was working there during training camp. They they have they had him working in there in the slot and and they were doing it because sometimes you know people like let's say you know you got a team like Kansas City which really I was at the Super Bowl saying man put Bradbury on you know um, on Travis you know because I'm going he's a better matchup than anybody they have and he's a good matchup against tight ends because he's tall as a tight end yeah and and he's quicker and just as quick as, as most of the time so he's a good matchup so I think they're going to see him working inside. Some and some of these kids are going to have to step up. I mean that that's as simple as that. I don't know if they're ready, but we're surely going to find out. But some of those kids are going to have to step up there. Uh, I I thought Job did a did a decent job, you know. But but he's got he's got to play better. And, yeah, and they, absolutely, Gary. And they got some good wide receivers they're going against. Last question for you here. Yeah. Um, do you think Howie makes more free agent moves? Or do you think he takes some of next year's draft equity? Because they've a ton of picks yeah. all the way from ones down. Do you think they make some type of move? Or do you think they'll wait and see how this thing plays out? Because like you said, you know, if they were one in one, there might be more of a sense of urgency to do something in a trade. But since they're two and zero, and if they could come out of this thing here, limping into a three and zero record, you got to think that maybe he sits and lets the thing grow a little more. What do you think he's thinking right now when it comes to personnel? Because I think they're thin at safety and they're clearly thin at backer right now. Still. That's right. Well, I, I think that what they're going to do is they're going to see if they can do it with what they've got. Uh, and, and then if uh, maybe after a game, if, if it, it doesn't look well, uh, then, then I think they're going to do something and, uh, and utilize some of their future capital. Uh, but I, I think right now they're going to give these kids a chance and, and see what they've got. And if they don't show up on Sunday, I think, you know, uh, next week, you know, Howie's going to be busy, you know, so we'll see, we'll see what these kids, cause, cause uh, you're going to have to utilize some of them, you know, this week, they're gonna, clearly going to get a chance and they're going to get it, you know, uh, in prime time and, you know, you're playing against some, I mean, you know, they got some quality wide receivers. These guys helped them win a Super Bowl. Really, you know, we're trying to win two in a row. How about so, this, Gary? Listen to this. Yeah. Mike Evans is averaging 118.5 yards a game, and he's averaging 20 yards a catch. Hey. Godwin's averaging 60 yards a game. 
<laughs> and 11 yards a catch. I mean, if you're having issues struggling covering people, they may not have a running game, but I'll tell you what, man. I know. They got a front seven. That's right. That can, They have a front seven that can probably compete with what you have in New England. There's some good ball players on that defense, especially in the linebacking court. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, they got some, you know, <laughs> we wish we could get their linebackers. <laughs> Shaq Barrett, uh, Devin White. Yeah, I mean, without, without guys, a doubt. They, they do what you really want to see your linebackers do nowadays, which these guys can cover. Uh, of course, they can play the run, and, and they're smart. You know, that's the thing is um, I'd like to see these guys be smarter. They got to talk. Sometimes they're not talking enough. And, you know, when you have young guys come into a game, sometimes they come in and, uh, what do they say, the booty's tight and, and they and they don't want to talk. Man, you've got to communicate, you know. And uh, they've got to do a better job that because they're going to get attacked. I mean, they're going to be going after them. They're going to be working the middle of the field uh, because, you know, they, teams have had a lot of success. So they got the work cut out for them, there, but they got a week in order to show. And if they uh, don't get something done, you're going to see some some big moves probably the week after by Howie. Let me sneak another one in on you. How do you think the coaching overall with Nick and everyone? How, hey, like special teams and everything and all around, I mean, how it's mm -hmm. been. Uh, I don't think they've done a good job. I don't think that, um, that you know, I, I don't think they've been terrible because I think that, the, you know. Um, You're 2-0. and Yeah, we're 2-0. And, and, and Belichick and. And Flores, you know, right. they've beaten a lot of people. So, yes. you know, they, they 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 do a good job. So, uh, and I, I, I appreciate what uh, Jalen did, as I said. And, and maybe they told him, look, if, you don't, if you're not sure about what you're seeing, you know, throw the ball out of bounds, run, get what you can do. So that's one of the reasons they won the game. If he'd have been throwing the ball, turn the ball over four or five times, you know, it'd be some L's on there. So. Uh, but going forward, they got to figure this thing out, man. They got the time to do it, so I want to see an improved offense when they when they get on the field against Tampa Bay because I think Tampa Bay is going to score some points. Absolutely, Gary. Thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. All righty, have a good you one. Got it. Don't forget to catch Gary Cobb, Fox Twenty Nine in Philadelphia, Fox affiliate. There, we appreciate him coming aboard with us. Don't forget, The Rock will be on with us at six p.m. Eastern time. Also. Please don't forget, in a couple of weeks, Big Sills is going to be rolling into town here with our good friends at Hooters, King of Prussia, and also the seven locations in the Northeast area. The proud home of the National Football Show is indeed Hooters. Go online to northeasthooters.com to find one of the seven locations nearest to you for you to understand exactly what I've been talking about for 40 years. It's the 40th anniversary of Hooters this year, and they're celebrating with us here. By the way, tonight's doubleheader and Monday Night Football, if you don't want to go into any one of the locations, go to Hooters2Go.com, get the food, bring it back to your crib, watch the game tonight, have a great time this week, and get a chance to go into any one of the locations and experience what I've been talking about. Tuesdays, you buy 10 wings, you get 10 boneless. Wing Wednesdays, 1983, all you can eat. It's a 40-year tradition. Six items, six bucks, all the happy hour specials, NortheastTutors.com. Go into any one of the seven locations. When you do, do me a favor. Tell them Big Sill sent you.
Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. For my Heisman vote, Caleb Williams, number one. Quinn Ewers, Texas quarterback, number two. Michael Penix, Washington, number three. Shador Sanders, number four. And Sam Hartman, Notre Dame, number five. I think the injury to Travis Hunter obviously takes him out of that mix for now. I thought that Colorado-Colorado State game was fueled by the coaches, and it created uh, a lot of poor unsportsmanship hits in that game from both teams, most notably from Colorado State. What you did was these kids are 18, 19 years old, and the two coaches fired the entire rosters up. You were going to get dirty play. I mean – when Jimmy Johnson and Barry Switzer used to go back and forth with one another in the media, it fired both teams up. And you had dirty play. What did you think? These are not professional kids. You know, Lou Holtz used to say this all the time. If you got a football star on your team, you get a different kid every week. So the coaches juice this thing up. And so, Travis Hunter, was it a dirty hit? Yeah. Well, I mean, what did you think? There wasn't going to be late hits in that game? And by the way, I got a question for you. When Colorado gets boat raced by Oregon and USC, are the media still going to be following this story? Because I think still being three and two, they're going to get boat raced. They're going to get boat raced. 
by Oregon and Southern Cal. They're, they're just better. There's too many good football players on those two. That's not TCU. Oregon and Oregon puts first-round guys in the NFL every year. Every year, there's a first-round pick from Oregon. Same with Southern Cal. They put first-rounders. There's NFL talent on that roster, okay? I'm not saying there's not NFL talent and there's a really good offense. But the defense of Colorado is not good enough yet. They're not going to slow those offenses down. They're going to get boat raced. Now, to me, I still think it's a great story at three and two. Shit, people were picking Colorado and the Buffaloes to win four games this year. You're telling me you're three and two and you got a shot at playing in a damn good bowl game this year, maybe winning nine games? That's a hell of a story. Deion Sanders could probably win the College Football Coach of the Year award. Nine wins with a team that won one game. Okay? It wasn't a clean hit. The ball was already on the ground. He took a cheap shot at him. He was already out of bounds. It was a dirty hit. Okay? That was not a clean hit on Travis Hunter. That was not. However, let me go here. If anybody doesn't like what Deion Sanders is doing, it's because you're so stuck in your old ways and how you see things and how you don't understand a guy like Deion. Deion Sanders has been that way since I knew him when he was 17 years old. He has not been any different. He has not carried himself any differently. He has always been that guy. Whether he's been a player in football or baseball or track or whatever he's ever attempted to do. He, he has been that confident guy. And see, when you're confident like that, people don't like that because they like you to be humble. As far as I'm concerned, being humble, there, there's, there's a point to being humble. But I like guys like Deion Sanders. I played with a 1,000 of them. Anybody who doesn't like Deion Sanders would never have liked Muhammad Ali. You say you would have, but you're lying. Anybody who has a problem with Sanders would have hated Ali because Ali acted like that. The only reason that you revere Ali now is because you see what he became to the world. Well, Dion's doing the same kind of shit now for the football world and for minority coaches. He's opening people's eyes. It's not just for the way and you, you know what Dion's doing? Dion's doing the same kind of shit Trump did. It's unconventional. It's out of the box. It's not establishment. He's doing something different. People don't like that when you're the first. They, they don't. When, you're, when you do something like that, okay, it's out of the box. And well, I don't like the way he fired 85. I'm like, he didn't fire 85 guys. He fired 19. The rest of them quit. Okay, I'll tell you this one more time. If you're Auburn and you're sitting around going like this, and I know this is kind of close to Xander's heart here. If you're Auburn and you hired Hugh Freeze and you balked at hiring Sanders, how would you like to have had what's going on at Auburn getting ready for the Iron Bowl against Nick? 
you would have made that iron. The Iron Bowl already is one of the greatest rivalries in all of college football. You imagine Sanders versus Saban? That thing would have been on fire. And you know the resources he'd have? Hey, see, see, here's my biggest fear. They don't get it done at Florida. That Napier guy gets canned. All of a sudden, you got Deion Sanders wearing the Florida Gator badge, and he's recruiting in the state of Florida. Shit. We might have a problem, Houston. That guy is changing the world. And I love the way he does it. Dude, I can't remember the last time I said Colorado football in my show in 30 years. Colorado football? What is that? I mean, it's in Boulder, right? Shit, Fox has been there every week. Every week. And, you know, some people will go like this. And, by the way, I don't understand Jason Whitlock taking shots at Sanders. You know what his theory is? He's, that Dion's making this all about Dion. So you think a coach like Dion Sanders has made this all about him motivating 100 kids to play their asses off and with a two-minute drill to win a ball game and then win it in overtime, you don't play for a coach that has everything all about him. He just had Emmett Smith on campus. Coaches who make it about themselves don't win. Dion's going to pull guys with him. Dude, I, I, you get a call from, can you imagine this? You get a phone call from Dion Sanders. Hi, this is Coach Sanders at Colorado. I'd love for you to come play for me. Shit. It's like getting a call from Saban. Hey, Dan, when I got a call from Bear Bryant, you're like this. Hey, Diana, Coach Bryant. And you're like, when you get calls like that, hey, Dan, this is Deion Sanders. I'd like to have you come play for me. Okay. Dude, fantastic stuff going on in Boulder. It's the college and sp- do we agree that's the sports story of the year so far? Is what Dion's doing at the college level. That guy, man, people are going to rethink a lot of things when it comes to hiring practices. This guy's changing can I say this to you? Hey, Nas, you ready? Deion Sanders is the Rooney rule. Think about what I just said. He is the Rooney rule. You bring that guy in, it ain't window dressing anymore. You bring that guy in. The seriousness of hiring him changes that rule. If you're thinking of hiring him, you ain't bringing Dion in for window dressing. You're bringing that dude in because he's your number one candidate. He's going to pull so many people with him to get opportunities. 
Power Hour coming up. We're going to look at week two of the National Football League. And the Dallas Cowboys, the best team in the National Football League. Don't forget, Dwayne Rock Johnson will be with us at 6 p.m. Eastern time right here on Jacob Sports. Can you believe that? The Rock is going to make his grand appearance on Jacob Sports. Unbelievable. We can't wait for that to happen. Hour number three coming up. Keep it here on the National Football Show. and Hooters, the perfect pair. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. 267-261-3428. down the shore. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Saban got it right. <clears throat> no wonder he benched Hurts. By the way, I saw someone in here go like this. They were, they were like, they were like, you see what he just said? The Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. You know he hates us. Sorry, I tell you the truth. You don't like the truth? Go listen to one of those shows on the radio in Philly. I'm sure they got enough pom-poms to go around. We're the best. 
Hey, Nick Sirianni's great. He's a librarian. Nick Sirianni's a librarian. Okay? He works also at Loria and Roseman CPA firm. That's where he works. One of the best CPAs there are. I mean, you want to get your money saved in taxes? You go to Loria Roseman. Ask for Sirianni. Tremendous bookworm. Wonderful at saving money. He don't have to tell you the truth because, you know, that's what you try to do. You're trying to lie on your taxes anyway. <laughs> you know? I agree with Angelo. After week one, Brian Johnson, what a great play caller. You're like, bro, no one in Philly believes you. Stop lying. Stop lying. Dude, this is why I don't I don't have respect for that shit. I don't have respect for people that don't identify the obvious. He has not been good. And there's Nick jumping on the sword for Howie. That's not coaching. And by the way, what good does it get you when you jump on the sword for a guy like Jonathan Gannon who's stabbing you in the back at the same time? And dude, you know how I know that he's a bookworm? Michael Clay's still coaching. Michael Clay is still a coach with the Eagles. How is that possible? Honestly, how is that possible? Nobody in their right mind goes, that guy right there, when you're looking for a special teams coach, the Eagles have the best one in the building. Holy shit, that's tremendous. Scott Gosills is giving out September trophies. No. And you take participation medals. I like teams that are playing well right now. You take participation 17th place trophies. What's the difference between 17th place and second place? Nothing. Nothing. There's no difference between 17th place or second. In my book. Maybe in your book. Hey, we get that old good try, you know. That's why Jeffrey Lurie, 30 years, has one Super Bowl. You know, I think he's a really great owner. <laughs> okay. You're comfortable with that. Well, he's not Bob Kraft. Shitty, he ain't Jerry Jones. He, he's not the Maras. He's not the Roonies. Shit, man. At the end of the day, he's kind of staying cranky. How about this? Steve Biscotti in Baltimore has more success than the owner of the Eagles. This is not an opinion. This is not an opinion. This is fact. I'll let you know when it's an opinion. Let's talk about the best teams in the NFL right now. They all played over the weekend. Um, some bounce backs and some setbacks. Okay? Ravens beat the Bengals. 
Joe Burrow blows. Like I told you, this is equal opportunity on offenders. Joe Burrow, not good enough. You look terrible. If your calf hurts, let everyone know. Get out of the way. You're 0-2. 11.5% chance of you making it to the playoffs now. In the AOC, you got some work to do. He's terrible right now. That looks out of sync. He's not playing well. Better in the second half, but I think he had 93 yards going into half. Terrible. He's actually playing worse than Jalen. Okay? Joe Burrow, the highest paid guy in the NFL, $55 million. Sucks. Has to be better, guy. Bucks beat the Bears 27-17. Mayfield 317. Bucks are 2-0. Same as the Eagles. I'm more impressed with the Bucks have done than the Eagles have done. By far. Because I thought the Bucks would be 0-2. And Mayfield's actually taking an opportunity here to put himself in a position to maybe still quarterback in this league. 70% completion percentage. They're winning ball games. The Bucs are playing. Hey, I'm more impressed with what the Bucs have done than what the Eagles have done. I'm not impressed with the Eagle defense at all. And I'm clearly not impressed with the Eagle offense at all. Nothing. Bucks, I'm stunned. Actually stunned. Shit, the Glazers have more success than Jeffrey Lurie. How about the boy that I wanted on my team? Yes, sir. Man, I love this kid. Love this kid. Maybe you should have hired Baker Mayfield. I like that guy now. You know why? He's been humbled. He's been humbled, Baker Mayfield. I like that kid. Got a little bit of a moxie about him. Look, I think he's a little bit of a cheerleader too. I like this kid. Maybe he should have been your backup. I don't know. Baker Mayfield. Hmm. By the way, here's another example of a guy playing better. And... Going from where he went a year ago to where he is now. It's not a change in take. It's a fact. He's playing better. Do you want me not to recognize him playing better? Or not? Or lying to you? It is a change of take. No. So Baker's not playing better. You see, according to Senor and just a stupidity of ignorance. Baker Mayfield is playing better now. So what he would have me do is say that he still sucks. I don't do that. I give justice where justice is due. Jordan Davis is playing better. We'll see if it continues. See, what you don't like is, is that the player dictates his own his own resume. I don't dictate the player's resume. I'm not a I'm not a prognosticator. I'm not a um, fortune teller. I don't have a genie lamp. 
I, if I did, I wouldn't be here. I'd be on an island somewhere, and only Xander and a few people would know where I was because I hit the Powerball. I wouldn't be here talking to you. Sills takes are based on a week-to-week. Correct. Yes. 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 Finally, someone gets it. Because the player's play will dictate it. Yes. Yes. Congratulations, kid. You finally woke up and now you understand things. Just like a business and stock. Disney stock could be up here, but now it's down here. Should I still say that Disney stock is better? Maybe that's my background because I was a broker. So you want me to still sell a shitty stock even though the stock sucks? Go ahead, Chris. Hang tight, brother. I got some penny stocks for you. I'm sure you'll buy into them because you'll have those 10-year-old takes on Wentz. Oh, good, kid. How about this kid, man? Bijan. Say it with me. Bijan. Bijan. Say it with me. Bijan. 19 carries, 124. You're looking at your next NFL rushing champion. Say it with me. I told you this kid was going to be a superstar. 124 on the ground. God, he looks special. Can you imagine paying Bijan Robinson and helping Jalen Hurts out in that offense with an electric back? <whistles> Say it with me. <laughs> yeah. There's your rookie of the year offensively and the NFL's rushing champion. Say it with me. How you doing? Beat the Packers, 25-24. Hey, the Falcons, just like the Eagles, are 2-0. Falcons and Bucks. Chiefs, this was pretty good here, man. 17 to 9. Trevor Lawrence got to play better, man. Mahomes 305 bounce back. And the Chiefs are now one and one. Okay. One and one. Not good. Not good, Jags. Gotta be better, man. That's your nemesis. And the AFC is Kansas City. You gotta beat that kid. Trevor, you want to be somebody? Beat that guy. You have to beat that guy. Titans beat the Chargers, who are now 0-2, 27-24. And Tannehill bounces back 246 in a touchdown. Dog, I'll say this about Justin Herbert. Brandon Staley, see the Spanoses are so incompetent when it comes to hiring coaches that once again, they'll waste talent like they did with Phillip Rivers. They're just incompetent. Okay? Carter or Bijan couldn't have both. Well, I ask you, Bear, who helps Jalen more? Who helps Jalen more? If you're building your football team around a $55 million 
quarterback. Who helps your $55 million quarterback more? Carter or Bijan? What's the point of having Aaron Donald on your football team if you're giving up 35 points a game and you're 7-10? and 10? What's the point? Swift helps Jalen? Really? Yeah, he helps him so much they didn't even use him in game one. Quite a help. What a lame-ass take that thing is. You might want to refresh yourself. Hit refresh, kid. Or sit in the corner with a dunce hat on. Terrible take. Um, so I had a conversation with Ken Dorsey. And they pound the Raiders 38-10. to 10. Josh Allen. What a player. 274, three touchdowns, no turnovers. Let me tell you, though, reading into the numbers, let me put it to you this way. He had one of the absolutely worst at yards per play. I think it was 4-5. They had no deep throws. They were not going to have high turnover plays. And in my opinion... I think they told Josh Allen, we're going to reel it in. Okay? We're going to reel it in. And they reeled it in. Okay? Temple knocking off your canes this weekend, Sills. Are you taking the 45 points? <laughs> Are you taking the 45? I think they're favored by 40. <laughs> Does Temple, I, I thought Temple played rugby and soccer. Do they, do they play football? Is there still a football? I know they played back in like the aughts, like 01 or something, right? I mean, 1901, right? Franklin Field and, you know, Rutgers and Temple and leather helmets, no face masks. <laughs> I thought you guys played rugby. I think you have a good rugby team. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, <laughs> um, no, 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 no sugar coating when it comes to the hurricanes. Okay. Uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah. Let's see. Canes 56 temple two. <laughs> Wait, do you get rouges in college football or like a safety or something? I don't know. Can you, can you get a, can you get a point? Or is it was that XFL? Forget. <laughs> um it, it, by the way, you guys don't care about Temple in Philly. What the hell are you talking about? You guys make it sound that well, well, oh wait, it's a big game this week because my hurricanes are playing. All right. Temple's got a great basketball program. Don Chaney, I love that guy, man. Him and Calipari used to going at it when he was at UMass. Legendary press conferences with, with Chaney and um, <laughs> Calipari. Those things were awesome, man. Price of admission kind of shit. Yeah, Justin Herbert's got to win some games, man. This ain't happening, dog. Okay. They, they, they got to do some stuff. Seahawks rebound. Gino! 
328, two touchdowns, 37-31 over the Lions. Who would have thought the Seahawks are better without Russell Wilson? And look at the job that Pete Carroll and John Schneider have done in Seattle once they kicked out the superstar TV celebrity and his old lady. Once they got rid of them two, the Seahawks are taking off again. Who would have thunk it? I thought they'd be one of the worst teams in the league for two, three years. Shit, they're better. They're better. How you doing? 37-31. Gino. Isn't that crazy that Gino had a better passing year last year than Hurts? Look it up. You'll be shocked. I think the only thing he had him in was it led the NFL in a completion percentage too. That's crazy. What a year he had a year ago. More, more touchdowns, more passing attempts, more completions, more yards. Whole thing, man. Led the NFL in completion percentage. Actually. Pretty crazy. Had Gino had better passing stats. Okay. <laughs> Um, Angelo, I know you're watching. You're right. Too easy. Giants rally with the greatness of Daniel Dimes Jones. 31-28. Dimes Jones, 321. Hey, man. I don't know. The Cardinals and Jonathan Gannon. I guess no one got off the bus in the second half. Okay, I guess no one got off the bus in the second half. 49ers outduel the Rams, 30-23. Hey, Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in today's NFL. He is. He's the best running back in today's NFL. Okay, best running back. Best running back. 49ers are great. It's a great team. Second best team in the NFC. Second best team in the NFC. 116 on the ground. Okay? In today's NFL, that guy catches passes, runs into tackles. Health has been a huge issue for him. Man, but what a great football player. Best team in the NFL, the Cowboys. Pound the Jets, 30 to 10. Dak is back. 255, two touchdowns. I think only four incompletions in the game. Tremendous, tremendous performance. Cowboys are playing great. So here, let's take a look at between the Cowboys and the Eagles and the 49ers. Who's got a better head coach? Let's rank the head coaches. Let's see here. 49ers, Cowboys, Eagles. Let's go head coach. Kyle Shanahan. Um, Nikki Sirianni and McCarthy. Oh, there's only one with a Super Bowl ring. 
The other two have NFC title rings. Not bad. Um, so far, McCarthy gets the check. Things look great. Thing looks great with him. Who's got the better quarterback? Brock Purdy's look good. So if I, you know, the head coach, I'll rank Cowboys one. I'll go Eagles two. I hate Shanahan. Maybe it's bias. I think he's overhyped. Quarterback, Dak, one. Purdy, two. Hurts, three. Offense. I think the Niners have the best offense in the NFC. I think the Cowboys are second. I think the Eagles are third. Defense. Well, the Eagles aren't really in the top 15, but for this exercise, boy, Cowboys or Eagles, or excuse me, Cowboys or Niners, who has the best defense in the NFC? Cowboys or 49ers? Who's who? Who's who, who? Who do you think has the best defense between the Niners and the Cowboys? Okay, Richard Cowboys. Now the 49ers have beaten Pittsburgh and the Rams, and the Cowboys have beaten both New York teams. You think it's a tie? Tie? Okay. Eagles not in the top 15. You're giving up 340 yards passing. How could you be in the top 15? How could you be in the top 15 giving up 350 yards in passing offense? You're giving up 400 yards a game. You're telling me you're a top five, top 10 defense? 400 yards a game you're giving up. <laughs> okay, sure. Let's see, what was it? 353 you're averaging and then another. Yeah, you're giving up 400 yards in offense. You think you're a top 10 defense giving up 400 yards? What, 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 what planet are you on? <laughs> you give it up 400 yards in defense a week. <laughs> Rush defense. Oh, well, okay. Haas, you gave up 100 yards in week one to the Patriots. Then you turned around and you gave up another 43. And you're giving up 345 yards in offense passing. That's 400 yards. And total offense. Do you not listen? We're top 10, but we give up 400 yards. That's about 87, Scott, 90. Scott, you only have to give up 50 to have 400 yards in total offense. Don't you understand? You could give up 50 yards in defense in week one and two for 100 total. Let's just say it's 100 total. You're still giving up 400 yards of total offense. Aaron Rodgers was playing yesterday. The Jets win. No, they're not. 
Okay, they were playing against the Karate Kid and Zach Wilson. Hey, by the way, CeeDee Lamb was destroying the Jets' defense. That go play on that side of the ball, my friends. They had no deficiencies over there. And the Cowboys ate them up. I mean, how many how many yards did CeeDee Lamb go for? 170? What are you talking about? This guy, Mike. Uh, how about the Washington Commandos? Look at the Commandos, man. They roll into Broncoville with Thurston Howell III, and they take it to Sean Payton and that whole group. 35-33. He throws for 299 Thurston Howell III. Holy cow. Incredible. Right? C.D. Lamb, man. C.D. Lamb's a slot receiver. (laughs) Well, forgot. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) C.D. Lamb's a slot receiver. Okay. And then there he is, man. Tua Tugaviola. You know, when Xander was at Alabama, man, he got an up-close and personal view of that whole thing that went on in Tuscaloosa. I'd like to know who he thought back then Nick made the right choice on. I'll tell you what, man. Tua has been the most impressive quarterback, honestly, in the first two weeks combined, both games. 357 yards a game. He's got four touchdowns. He's controlling that offense. Dolphins look really good. I mean, look, again, early. Throws for 249, 24-17. Tug of Viola looked better than Jalen did in that game against New England. He looked better. I mean, one read hurts in that game was the worst display that I'd seen in a bit. Tua looked great. Now, again, this guy's a hit away from being put in a bag of Skittles. I get it. I totally get it and understand it. How about those commandos at 2-0? and Holy cow, man. So you, hey, so you guys have the Eagles at 2-0, the Bucks at 2-0, and and the commanders at 2-0. and Man, the Gigantes also 1-1. Cowboys, 2-0. Shit. So you got your next opponent, 2-0. Everybody in the division is playing good out of the gate. Well, except the Eagles. Um, Commando's going on the road into Denver. Chase Young gets his first sack. Not bad. Not bad. I would say this. Eric Bieniemy at 2-0. Has he made an impact? On Washington's offense, well, you are 2-0, according to you guys. That's good. Right? Yale. Yale goes Denver blows. Yale. 
You're paying $20 million a year to Sean Payton and 48 to the quarterback. You got $70 million tied up in two people and numerous first-round picks. Hey, guess this. The greatest thing ever happened to the Philadelphia Eagles was Russell Wilson vetoing not wanting to come and play in Philly because Howie had a deal on the table, signed, sealed, and delivered. Russell Wilson vetoed it. Howie wasn't going to go with your guy, Jalen Hurts. He was going to go with Russell Wilson. Damn. You talk about luck. Hey, maybe, you know, you need some of that. You need some of that as a GM too. By the way, Xander was right. Xander said this two years ago. Eh, I don't know. He was right. Ever that injury? He's never been the same since he got hurt. He's never been the same. Yale, best deal that never was made. Hey, Yale, there's two deals in in sports, in American sports over the last 15 years probably, right? 12 years that were never made was the Golden State Warriors trading Steph Curry. Jerry West went in there and told Bob Myers, nah, let's not do that. They were going to move him. And Russell Wilson, with an eagle contract on the table, that the owner and the GM are already okayed to replace Hertz. So let's ask what your real expectations was for the Eagles this year since nothing is good about the team right now. No, 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 that's not what I said. Right now, the only thing that's good about your team is Davis and Carter. Um, I still think they'll finish in second place in the – NFC East, you'll be a wild card team. The Cowboys will have the division. Um, You'll probably have to play the NFC title game in Dallas. Yeah. I still think you're going to win 11 games. You're going to be 11 and six. That was my expectations. You're still a playoff team. And you're going to get to the NFC title game. But by the way, I don't believe the Kansas City Chiefs are getting to the AFC title game. Okay? I don't. I don't think they have enough talent on that side of the ball to get it done. I I, I just, I do not believe they do. Okay? That's still a damn good year. Gannon blew a 28-point lead. Don... Here's something to keep in mind, though, for your team. You blew a 20-point lead, then a 16-point lead, and gave both those teams last possessions to win games. That has to be addressed also. Okay? The Eagles have to stay – the Eagles have to get healthy. And by the way, how many people believe that Howie – here, I'll say this to you. Gary – Gary's a little bit worried about the Bucks game on Monday. Rightfully so, all kidding aside. Um, I, 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 I want to see how the Eagles come out of that. Here's what, when it comes to how we making a move. If they could get out of that 3-0, and here, real quick, one thing. How would you fix Hurts? 
Devin, I'll get to that. You think Purdy is legit at this point? Thank you, Hollywood. He's sure getting there. He's sure getting there. Okay? I'll get to that on the Hurts thing. Fixing. That They say Buda Baker has a hamstring. Um... Here's what I think about Howie making a move. If they get out of that buck game 3-0, and I think they're going to stick with the people they have on the roster and try to let this thing get some continuity to it. And to me, if the offense gets going and gets yards long – here, to me, the Eagles have to go back to doing what they did a year ago and what they did in the New England game. When they opened up the game against New England, can I tell you what I – no, you're not screwed, Brian. This is what I said. When they came out of the gate against New England and they went on that 14-play drive, I said, holy shit, this thing's going to be a train wreck because New England had no answers. Then they did those in-game adjustments. Then all of a sudden, that thing went away. There were three and outs, three and outs, three and outs. I'm like, wow, they're stumbling. Why? What did they do? They got off script. They scripted the first 22. You saw it. They had a fundamental identity on what they wanted to do, but they got off it. I think Ken Dorsey struggles with that in Buffalo. I think they have a first-half mentality of what they want to accomplish with Josh Allen. I actually think you have to rein the Eagle offense in more. And even if they are predictable, I don't think there's a lot of teams that can stop you. Okay, so what? You're predictable. You were predictable a year ago. They still couldn't stop you. By the way, one thing I'm going to say, I saw people trying to run that that push-tush play in the college game and in the NFL. Nobody, nobody has success like Philly. Dude, you guys have mastered that thing to where it's insane. I saw colleges failing at it. I saw Justin Herbert miss it twice, and he's 6'6". I mean, I think everyone is like, that play that Philly runs is like kind of like, you know, not legal. That's not the – no, what they don't like is that play that the Eagles run, dude, it's a one-off. I saw a ton of colleges and pro teams failing miserably trying to get that quarterback across the line on a fourth and one. I can't tell you how many times that um, teams failed that thing. It was crazy. And it made me have more respect for what Philly does on that play because you guys rarely fail at that. I saw I saw in the Colorado State game they were failing at it. I'm like, man, okay. Then I saw the pro game. I saw like three, three professional games. Where all the, all the pro all the pro teams failed at it. I'm like, well, that play ain't that easy. That play is not that easy. Because, I mean, it. Here's what here here. I don't think Howie makes a move. I really don't. I don't. I don't think Howie makes a move, unless they get beat by the Bucks on Monday night, and then there's some injuries, and I think he'll make a trade. But if not. He'll continue to go into the free agency and trying to look for guys 
that could come in and help the team. Look, I think, like I told you, man, I thought the team was going to be better from week eight going in to the playoffs. Not now. I told you, I thought they'd limp along for a little bit. I didn't think the offense would limp, though. Okay, I didn't. This is how I would fix Hurts. I'd scale it down. I'd scale it down. Get on script. Do things that you do best. Stop dropping back. It's not what he does best. He's an RPO guy. Get him out there running, man. Dude, if you're trying... And can I tell you guys, watching him in game one get down and protecting himself made me realize they don't want him running. It's taken away from the offense. I think they've made Jalen Hurts apprehensive. Hey, Yale. Hey, Yale, tell me I'm wrong. In that New England game, how many times did he pre-slide before the contact four he he did it again in that minnesota game like 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 he was in a like he was in a scramble instead of in the run and he was tentative i think they've made him tentative because they're telling him hey if you're out in open field don't take the contact well i think that's taken away from his game and I think that's why he's also tentative in looking over the field. He's tentative all over the place here. They've made him tentative because they're running a conservative approach on his protecting. Bro, go out there and play. You get hurt, you get hurt. No one is going to say this on Jalen Hurts. Hey, Jalen Hurts got hurt on a 48-yard touchdown run. I mean, nobody's nobody said anything about Carson Wentz getting hurt going into that end zone when he got hurt at the Coliseum against the Rams. He was making an effort play. You're like this. It's part of the game, dude. It's just part of the game. I think they've made him tentative. And I think that offense is playing tentative. Okay? I think they've made him tentative. I do. Sean says Dak ain't done jack squat yet. They're playing better. They're playing better. Okay? But here, go out there and ball, dude. I would tell Jalen this, and that's how I would – you know how I would fix this? Change your mentality. That's why – hey, do you guys remember when Lane was doing this? To me, I read it this way. Watch this. Hey, F that. Let's run the damn ball down their throat. Let's punch these people in the face. They can't stop us. Let's kick their ass. That's who the Eagles are. They're not a tentative team. There's nothing tentative about Philadelphia. Except what they're doing with Hurts. I mean, they've turned them tentative. You know, the money and his importance in the offense, to me, it's like a philosophical lobotomy. Those that go Sills, he's trying to finish the season. I got it. I'm not saying you're wrong, but Jesus, the pre-slides before contact, you know, 
not wanting to throw the ball down the field in the New England game. Then he throws it. He realizes he made a shitty throw. There's bitching on the sideline. You're sliding before contact. That's tentative football. Maybe that's maybe that's why you look at it and you're like, I don't know, man. There's just not something right about it. Yeah, no, it was like, a, totally was like Jamal Holloway running the wishbone offense at Oklahoma back in the day. I thought I was, I thought I was waiting for Billy Sims to come off the top of the, uh, the crown of the uh, Memorial Stadium in Norman. I'm waiting for the triple option with Thomas Lott. And <laughs> I am hip running it for Nebraska, Right? It's like one of them like triple option things you see at Navy and Army. Right? Look. So, hey, I do think they're going to bounce back offensively. I still think that that's an issue defensively. All right, let's take a quick timeout. Please hit the like button. I'll talk about tonight's doubleheader. The Monday nights, it's pretty wild, isn't it? They got a doubleheader week two to finish week two off. Um, crazy. We'll look at those two games. Hit the like button. Keep it here on National Football Show. and Hooters, the perfect pair. you own a company and you're not producing a podcast you're missing out the public consumes messaging when they're ready join the professional podcast network of companies and let jacob media partners put you in the podcast arena come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast call jacob media right now at 267-261-3428 Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. 
GLES Eagles. How about the Mad Bomber? Gardner Minshew. Hey, you know what? I'll say this about Anthony Richardson. He's probably been the best of the young quarterbacks. And I said, I thought he'd be the worst. And he's probably been better than I thought. Okay. I thought, I thought he was better two weeks, man. I mean, I think he's in concussion protocol. He's not bad. He's not playing bad right now. 19 to 23, 171 for Gardner Minshew. Comes in in relief and the Colts get a victory for Shane Steichen. Not bad, man. Good for them. Shane Steichen, and this is without Jonathan Taylor. Good for them, man. I mean, I thought he was pretty, I thought he was, I thought he was playing, I thought he was playing pretty decent. Hey, did you see Tyree kill what he said about the Boston fans? Just so you know, you know, the guy in Minnesota talking shit on the Eagle fans. Okay? I'm so happy that the Philadelphia Eagles didn't address it on their Twitter page or any social media page on what was said from the Minnesota Viking guy in the league office. Kudos to you, Philly. Kudos to you for not addressing that. Because what it does, it casts a shadow over all 70,000 fans who were at Lincoln Financial because one none months was saying something stupid in the stands. And what it does, it throws, you know, it throws water on the Eagle fan base and it puts out a narrative still and it lights that and torches that thing on fire. And the media knows that and so does the league office. I'm so happy the Eagles didn't address it. They didn't say anything about that guy on what he said and claimed uh, was said to him by by an Eagle fan. I'm so happy. They shouldn't address it, okay? They shouldn't because that's not an indictment on the fan base. It's an indictment on a tool that sits in a in, in, in a seat at Lincoln Financial who's had probably too many cans of courage, and he's barking. That doesn't tell you what that whole fan base is about. I'm happy they didn't address it. And so Tyree Kill's like, Man, those Boston fans, they'll say anything to you. Well, hey, man, you know what fanatic means? Fanatic almost is like a word that you use when you're talking about someone who's insane. Being a fan and being insane is this far from one another. This far from one another. Okay? So when you get a guy all liquored up, or you get a guy who's drinking too many cans of courage and he starts barking and saying shit. And, and what does Boston have? Boston has the uh, reputation of being racist. Do you actually believe everybody in Boston at Gillette is racist? Come on. Seriously. Nobody goes to games sitting down going like this. Hey, we're not in the 1930s. Do we have guys like that still? Absolutely. Not saying it's not there. Absolutely not saying that. But come on. Well, these, these guys will say anything. <laughs> yeah, they will. They go over the line. I get it. I don't endorse it. I would never endorse that. Especially when you have, 
You're trying to take a family of four. I don't want some nutbag sitting next to me barking racist things. Nobody wants to hear that. By the way, anybody who's in their right mind and anybody who says anything like that should confront the guy himself because it's an indictment that you allow it if you sit next to somebody and they say it. Okay? Okay? <laughs> Four, hey, this is, a, this is a standard legendary Xander take. Big Seals, your bad work is becoming legendary. Keep it up. Can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay? There's still a ton of brothers at those games in Boston, too. I get you, JH. I'm not... I'm not saying that, but um, I'm I'm just very glad that the Eagles didn't address that. So, like, the Vikings and the Park Avenue tried to make, like, something out of both Boston and Philadelphia because the fans are loud. They're obnoxious. Gee. Hmm. Maybe that's why I like both places. I like Philly and Boston. Both obnoxious human beings, both obnoxious fan bases. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right, Brian. You police your own. Shut up and sit down before you get a beating. <laughs> Don't let me come down off the 700 section and kick your ass, guy. All right. Tonight's game. Oh, by the way, please. The Rock. This has been a labor of love. This thing's taken me six years to do. And finally, we've gotten everybody all on the same page. And Dwayne Johnson will join us. Um, he, 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 will, he will join us at 6 o'clock right here on Jacob. So, hey, man. <laughs> yeah. um, we're really looking forward to it. Okay, tonight, New Orleans. Look, I think New Orleans has a chance to do something really good here against the Panthers here. They don't really play anybody. Um, they struggled in week one. I like Derek Carr. I think they got a lot of talent. I do think they're missing Alvin Kamara. I like the Saints in this ball game. Um, I think the Saints have a chance to win 11, 12 football games. Derek Carr did not play poorly. They've got a lot of talent on that defensive side of the football. Okay. Um, I like them. By the way, the other game, Browns and Steelers. I don't know when the expectations or the standard has dropped in Pittsburgh of not just having a losing season for Mike Tomlin and not winning Super Bowls, Kenny Pickett looked terrible in week one. I mean, he struggled like Justin Fields did. He couldn't read what the 49ers were doing. He struggled mightily, and he could not find the wide-out guys. He just couldn't get it done. You know, uh, T.J. Watt played well, too. Okay. T.J. Watt played well, and they still took them apart. So, um, and the Browns, in my opinion, this thing, I think the Browns are maybe one of the most underrated football teams in the National Football League. 
I think they got a great roster. I'm not a big Kevin Stefanski fan, but I think, look, you got Chubb. Both wideouts are outstanding. Hey, man, Amari Cooper had 1,000 yards last year. Um, I think they're good in the front. Miles Garrett is going to the Hall of Fame. They got a great linebacking core. They got a third-best offensive line in the National Football League. I think their secondary is good. I'm not a big fan of their coaching staff, except for Callahan, who's the second-best offensive line coach in the NFL next to Jeff Stoutland. I like the Browns tonight to beat the Steelers um, in a pretty close one. It's a divisional game. Who would have thunk this one, man? The Browns could actually win this division here. I got the Saints over the Panthers. I think they'll take care of business, but it's on the road in Charlotte, and the Browns are on the road in Pittsburgh. So I got both road teams going in and pulling in a victory. Really appreciate it, guys. Thank you guys so much. By the way, Seth Joyner is going to join us on Wednesday along with Boomer Esiason. So both those guys are going to join us on Wednesday. We look forward to you tomorrow, 3 to 6 Eastern. Enjoy the doubleheader of football tonight. We shall see you on the flip side.